Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Hello, hello. Do you want to motivate your team members? Do you want each person in your team to be thriving and motivated and If you're like any of my coaching clients, you probably spend quite a lot of time trying to figure out what's going to make that difference to them being motivated. You've spent hours thinking about how you can make them really happy and thriving and high performing and get the best out of them so that you get the output, but also really thriving, happy employees. True? Well, while you're doing this, you're likely making a big mistake. Do you know what the mistake is? That's what we'll talk about in this episode, the mistake people make, the mistake leaders make when they try and figure out how best to motivate their people. So let's take a breath and dive in. Okay, so there you are, lying in bed, thinking about how to get the best out of someone in your team. I don't know, might be James. Let's call him James, just for ease sake. And you're thinking about James, and you're thinking, no, he's not quite, he's not at his best. He's not performing the way I want him to. And I know he's frustrated, and I'm frustrated, and what can I do, and Should I give him another project? Does he need more stretch? Do I need to praise him more? Um, Maybe I need to put him in a different group, get him working together with this other person that he might like with, right? And you're lying there and you're thinking about this. And this is not the first time you've been thinking about him. You've been thinking about this many times because it really matters to you. First of all, of course, you need your team to run well. But second of all, you actually care about the people in your team. And so you want to figure out how to get the best out of them, how to motivate them. And while you're thinking these thoughts, do you know what you're doing? You're making a big mistake. What's the big mistake? Well, let's think about this for a moment. Do you think your boss could figure out how best to motivate you? Or do you think you might yourself know better what really works for you? Getting it? Right? I mean, we try so hard to get it right for our people. But the truth is, how are we supposed to know? We're guessing. And yes, we have input and we have something. But really, can we have the answers in our head? The answers are not in our head. Now, the truth is, a lot of people, if you ask them what's going to motivate you more, might not know the answer or might give you an answer where you go, "Mm, that's not quite it or it's a superficial, yeah, just give me a pay rise. You know, a silly answer like that. So what do you do? Well, first, let's talk about who is responsible for motivating, motivating 
each of your team members? Is it you? Is it them? Or maybe it's somewhere in between. Both of you are responsible for creating the environment and the challenge, the stretch, the support that helps this person thrive. For sure, it's not something you can work out in your head in isolation. And there's one more thing, there's one more unintended consequence that happens when you try and figure it out. So when you sit and try and figure out how to get the best out of them, how to make them feel important and make them feel great and therefore they'll do more and they'll be team players and they will excel and all of that stuff, right? You want to make them feel important. But when you're trying to figure it out in your head, do they have more responsibility or less responsibility? Are you making them bigger or smaller? I mean, in a funny way, you make them big, but you're kind of taking away some of their free will and their power and their responsibility, right? And in a way, you're setting them up into a parent-child dynamic. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to give the solution to you about what motivates you. And once I do all the right things, you are going to thrive. As, as I'm talking, I'm sure you can hear that this doesn't make any sense. And I also know that you have been thinking about this. So what can you do instead? First up, you got to acknowledge that it's a dialogue. It's very often not one conversation. It's an ongoing conversation. But instead of you having that ongoing conversation with yourself in your head, you need to ask some questions out loud. What's helpful is to start with some data and particularly if you have one person that doesn't seem happy, just saying, hey, you don't seem happy can be okay. But giving some data points will be helpful. Very often, people will either go defensive and go or go on the attack because they will feel like they're being told that they're not good enough. It will sound like a criticism. So watch how it comes out. The better the relationship you have with this person, the easier it is to have the conversation. And if the relationship is already a bit rocky, you really have to think about how you put this across because it's not wrong for you to criticize or point out something about a person that's unhelpful. But when someone feels criticized and they go defensive or they go on their attack, the opening to have the productive conversation gets teeny tiny and so what we need to do is to try and sow the seeds so that we can have a bigger opening for a conversation so that there's space for more responsibility being taken on both sides and something new to come up the truth is a lot of people a lot don't really know what it is that will properly make the difference they think well if only I had that promotion or if only I got the next pay rise but when it comes down to it it's not that simple and a client of mine had that experience the other day when she said I used to have this employee and I spent hours trying to figure out how to motivate him and you know we never really succeeded in that and then I saw him a little while ago and he's been working in another company you know better role etc and the way he was talking about that role and that employer was the same way he used to show up in our company so he's no more happy there so clearly it's something to do with how he is and his expectation level and so that's the important bit is to try and surface what is it really that will make the difference for people and so I'll just 
share some questions here that you can use. And they're not in one specific order. There's not a specific order to do this because, as I said, it really depends on how the relationship is going. So pick whichever question feels the most obvious and the most easy one to start with and then let it unfold. But you've got to obviously be genuinely curious and listening deeply to what the other person is saying and particularly if the relationship is rocky. Also, what are they not saying? So you could ask some things like, well, on days where you feel really motivated and when you have the most enjoyment, tell me what happens on those days. Tell me what's the difference of those days to other days. And then you can go the other way and ask, Well, what really drains your energy at work? What really frustrates you? What are the things you wish you didn't have to do? Of course, this whole conversation has to have a grounding and a foundation of, I can't promise you to make all your wishes come true, but I'd love to have an exploratory conversation for us to figure out how things could be even better. And I mean, It's best not singling out a person saying you're having these kind of conversations with all of your team members to understand them better and that this is a chance for you guys to work through something together so that it can be even more productive and fun and successful. Now, what is important is your expectation set as you go into this conversation that it isn't that they will have the answers right there and then. So whatever questions you choose to ask, set it up that they might answer something there and also say, hey, why don't you go away and think about this and let's have another meeting on Friday and you can see what ideas you've had till then or write down some thoughts and send them to me depending on what learning style your person has that might really help. And if they are an introverted thinker, like someone who has to think things through for a while themselves and they just don't blubber things out, then they probably need a bit of space to think about it. So that can be really helpful to get them to write some of the questions down. Tell them to go away and 40, 48 hours later or next week, you meet again and they share their answers or they write them and send them to you. You can also ask, of course, about from one to 10, where's your motivation level now? And if they say seven, you can go, okay, well, what would it take to make it an eight or a nine? But then you could go another way. And I love this other way you can go. It's, it's a strategy that I heard in a Tim Ferriss podcast interview. And I honestly can't remember who it was that he was interviewing. Um, but if you haven't checked out Tim Ferriss's podcast, I can highly recommend the Tim Ferriss show. Anyway, he was, this, this person he was interviewing was sharing that if someone's not motivated about a task and you know they're not motivated, um, he was actually sharing it about his children, but you could use this with a, with a team member and you can say, okay, well, I know you're not keen on this on a scale from one to 10, how motivated are you to do this thing? Oh, well, I'm a five, right? And then you say, well, you're a five? How come you're not a one? And then they have to talk themselves into why actually they are five. Well, I do know it's important and I do know if I want to get promoted, I do need to learn this thing and I can see how it helps people. So you can go either way, but really paying attention to the detail. As I said, most people don't know really what it is that really makes them thrive. They know they have some days where they love things and they have other days where they don't. And what you've got to help them figure out is for themselves to understand 
understand more about what is it that makes the task enjoyable and what is it that makes it draining. And sometimes it's not the thing, but it's the setup. It could be understanding the purpose or the why of it. It could be who they're working on. On this with, it's hugely influential who we work with, or it could be that there is no deadline that doesn't work for them, or it could be that there are really tight deadlines. So you want to ask them also, what gets the best out of you? Is it when you have tight deadlines? Does that work for you? Do you like to have a lot of space? Does it help you to have someone to bounce off at the different stages? What's helpful for you? Do you like having lots of small deadlines or really long ones? Does the accountability support you? Do you feel alone with this project? Do you feel like you're part of a team? You know, you really want to understand more about how they thrive. And as I said, this is a gift and this is how I think you should position it. It's really not about right now for this person, but it's about them understanding so much more about what it takes to make them thrive. And so your responsibility as their leader is to have the conversation and is to deepen the conversation and is to figure out what what's possible here. What could we do? And then to take some time and you think about the outcome and they think about the outcome and then you have another conversation and then jointly you agree what are some actions that are possible. So notice that it's a co-creation. It's not you figuring it out. It's impossible for you to figure it out. The best thing with these kind of conversations is not to make it awkward. You know, just have a normal conversation. And we would all hate if uh, my leader has learned a new framework and now he's going to put me through it. Um, and we're going to have a really awkward conversation and we're going to try and get to a specific outcome. Just relax. Remember the other person's a human being and imagine what it would be like for you if you were having this conversation with your manager or if you're the CEO, if you would have had this in the past, you know, when you were younger and when you were further, further down uh, your career ladder, what, what would have been a helpful way to have this conversation, right? Because we've all had bosses and most of us still have bosses. And so think about being on the receiving end of that conversation and that will pretty much always tell you a lot about what's a good way to start it from the leader point of view. So think about this right now and don't leave this podcast without choosing one person, one person you're going to start this conversation with. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to tell them, hey, I want to chat to you about motivation and thriving and what it is that it takes for you to feel really at your best at work. And can we talk about one of the days where you feel at your best and you really enjoy them and what gives you energy? And can we talk about the days and the projects that drain you? Because I want to see if we can have more of those fun days and less of the other types of days but I need to understand more and let's see if we can figure this out together so choose one person now go have the conversation be a real human being ask some questions and see what happens thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode please do share it with your friends and colleagues And it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review in iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening, as it will help other people find the podcast. 
If you don't want to miss another episode, do subscribe here and head over to nominatan.com and sign up for my email list too. Now take a breath. Because no matter how busy we are, there's always time to breathe. Have a great day.